Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. How are all of my friends and family doing? (laughs) I'm so glad that you have tuned in for today's episode. I am excited. I can't wait to get started with this particular podcast. You see, we are gathered in his name to learn and apply all of these topical messages that I believe will invigorate your spirits and give you a sense of purpose and a sense of urgency to the need for change. You see, people of God, change is uncomfortable, but is necessary in order to live life in its fullness. And I thank God for you all that your heart has grown fond of this ministry because we love you. And when, and when all of God's children come together and connect with one another, it makes the journey all the more meaningful. Listen, people of God, from time to time, I like to share with you all some of the emails that we receive just so that you all will pray for these precious souls who are in need of prayer. And so this is the email that we received. It says in the email, Hello, Pastor Phil. I'm standing in the gap for a person today, for my friend, Sandy, and her husband, and her family. She contacted me today asking for prayer, as she feels she cannot pray right now. She is desolate as God has taken her son, Chuck, home to glory. Chuck had just passed all of his physicals to join the army. He had a headache, and then God took him. Sandy told me she was was trying, and she is trying, but is lost, disoriented, and unable to process, and she's even angry. I prayed with her on the spot because my mother's heart reaching out to her heart. I ask that you pray for peace, for comfort, for encouragement as she moves through this horror and for the peace that only he can bring and that healing will come at the appointed time. Now, listen, before we continue with our podcast I would like to take a moment to pray for this particular family because the Bible declares in 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verses 16 through through 18, and it says, it says, rejoice always. It says, pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. You see, this is a difficult and a traumatic moment for this family. We all know someone who's close to us. You know how, how painful losing someone is. A young man planning on going into the army. People of God, this hurts. And so we're going to take this moment right now to pray for Sandy and her family. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray, O God, that you will bring comfort and strength to Sandy and her husband and her family. 
Lord God, we understand that you have spoken and this young man is home with you now. He's in heaven. But Lord God, the pain still exists. And so we just ask that you will just bring comfort, that you will bring peace, that you will just strengthen the family right now. The mother of all of the family is hurting the most because she birthed this young man. And so I know that her her she's she's hurting right now. She's hurting and she's frustrated and she's just lost with thoughts. So God, just give strength to the family. Help them during this difficult time in their lives. We ask all these blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, let's get into tonight or today's episode. People of God, I had thought that I was going to discuss a certain topic, but the Lord impressed upon me to switch gears and talk about this particular topic. So bear with me because it is so much in this topic, but I really was led to discuss it for today or tonight's episode. You see, people of God, I was moved like no other time in my life when I see America in the state that it's in this past week. And it was a humbling time, but yet a time when I needed to be even more awake to the conditions of our world. It's awful. It's mind-blowing. It's senseless. God has been trying to tell us for centuries that we are drifting so far off course that if we do not repent and change our course, we will continue to be victimized. We will be defeated. We will experience destruction like never before. We say, we say we want to get back to the simple things in life. We desire to live life free from trouble and worry. We declare that we are good people. Hmm. That we are just fighting for our rights. And that's fine and understandable. But let's look at all those who are frustrated with injustice. I see people addressing the need for people who are ignorant to the facts. But we have to show ignorance truth. I want to say that one more time. We have to show people who are lacking information, who are ignorant, not ignorant in the negative way, but just not knowing the facts, not knowing Truth. You see, truth is truth. Education provides truth. Making people aware of their lack of information brings information to that particular person. And even if you have personally educated people and laid out your arguments concerning 
concerning injustice, and they still appear to ignore the evidence. You have to say, Lord, I believe that change can happen, but help my unbelief. (laughs) What about your life? What obstacles are in front of you that really you struggle with when it comes to changing your attitude about the direction that you really want to go in? Is there a voice in your head that says to you, what's the use? I can't change. It's too hard to change. I'll lose my friends. I'm really scared if I try to change that I will fail. I've always been this way. I don't want anyone to think that I'm kind of weird. They have accepted me the way that I am. And and if I switch now, I'll be by myself. We need to hear more stories about individuals who step out in faith, achieve their goals. They are now glowing with the presence of God because they believe in him and God answered. And so the title for tonight or today's episode is entitled, I Believe, But Help My Unbelief. I believe, but help my unbelief. Let's take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled, I Believe, Help My Unbelief. Hello, everyone. I'm Christopher. I'm your editor of Full of Life Ministries San Diego podcast, and I'm here to say a couple of things during this commercial break. One, if you would like prayer or a word of encouragement or just want to talk, you definitely can. You can just call or text us at the number 619-790-4717. Again, that's 619-790-4717. Also, I would like to add that if you would like to donate in any kind of way or give to our ministry, that is still an option on any of our pages, Full of Life Ministries, so Spotify, Spreaker, wherever you're listening, we should have a place to give to our ministry. The money will be going to COVID relief and helping those who have lost their jobs or are suffering from COVID and a bunch of other things and people who may need it. So thank you so much for listening. God bless you and enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, we are back. And so let's get into tonight or today's episode entitled, I Believe, But Help My Unbelief. I want to go straight into the word of God for this this message or this passage of scripture. It speaks to the issues of faith and doubt. Somebody say faith and doubt. Two polar opposites of each other, faith and doubt, because we all have it, faith and doubt. (laughs) 
we, if we're really honest with ourselves, we all carry around faith and we all carry around some form of doubt. We believe, but we are shaky <laughs> when it comes to believing. We want for it to happen, but we just can't see it. We just can't feel it. Faith surrounds us, but yet faith sometimes is hard to grasp. We understand that challenge. We understand the sickness. We have a clear picture of what's going on in our world. We even try to follow those who believe more than we do and see these individuals having trouble with something that is bigger than themselves. So let's, let's get right into the word of God. And we are coming from the book of St. Mark chapter 9. St. Mark chapter 9, starting at the 15th verse. And this reads down to the 29th verse. So St. Matthew chapter 9, starting at the 15th verse, and we're going to read all the way down to the 29th verse. Now listen, people of God, I'm reading from the voice translation. The voice translation. So let's start at verse 15. And it reads, Right when the crowd saw Jesus, just when they saw Jesus, the crowd, they saw Jesus, they were overcome with awe and surged towards, surged forward towards him immediately, nearly running over the disciples. Jesus says to the scribes, what are you debating with my disciples? What would you like to know? Here comes the father that's in the crowd. The father says, teacher, I have brought my son to you. He is filled with an unclean spirit. He cannot speak. And when the spirit takes control of him, he is thrown to the ground to wail and moan, to foam at the mouth, to grind his teeth and to stiffen up. I brought him to your followers. I brought this young child to your followers, but they could, could, do, could not do anything with him. Can you help us? Jesus says, O oh, faithless generation, how long must I be among you? How long do I have to put up with you? Bring the boy to me. Verse 20, they brought the boy towards Jesus, but as soon as he draw near, the spirit took control of the boy and threw him on the ground where he rolled, foaming at the mouth. Jesus says to the father, how long? Has he been like this? The father responds, since he was a baby. This spirit 
has thrown him often into the fire and sometimes into the water, trying to destroy him. See, as a father, I have run out of options. I've tried everything. But if there's anything you can do, please, please have pity on us and help us. Jesus says, what do you mean? If there's anything, all things are possible if you only believe. The father crying in desperation, I believe, I believe, Lord, I believe. Help me to believe. Jesus noticed that a crowd had gathered around them now. He issued a command to the unclean spirit. Jesus says, listen up. You no talking, no hearing demon. I myself am ordering ordering you to come out of him now. Come out and don't ever come back. Verse 26 says, the spirit shrieked and caused the boy to thrash about. Then it came out of the boy and left him lying as still as death. Many of those in the crowd whispered that he was dead. But Jesus took the boy by the hand and lifted him up to his feet. Later, he and his disciples gathered privately in a house. The disciples asked Jesus, because they was blown away, right? They were just amazed. They asked Jesus, why couldn't we cast out that unclean spirit? Verse 29, Jesus says, that sort of powerful spirit can only be conquered with, with much prayer, with much prayer and fasting. Now, listen, people to God, the dominant theme in this passage is faith and doubt. Faith and doubt. Most of us can identify with this man from time to time. It is the acknowledgement of our inadequacy that allows God to work in our lives. And what the Lord had impressed upon me is that we have to do more. We have to do more to build up our faith. And to seize the moment when the requirement for change is knocking at our doors. So let's look at this passage of scripture right at the beginning. Right at the beginning, there was a debate. (laughs) Now, some translation says that there was an argument going on. A lot of our trouble occurs in life because we are wasting, we are wasting precious time debating or arguing over things that are not providing solutions to the problems that occur in life. Did you notice that they were not unified? The crowd and the disciples were not unified. They were not on one accord. You see, unbelief oftentimes are moments when chaos is tugging at your faith. The father is begging for answers for his boy. And the people are creating more confusion. 
So number one, stop wasting time with things that will affect your faith. Stop wasting so much precious time that will affect your faith. That's the key. We're wasting too much time with people and issues instead of coming together as people to bring healing to a situation that has gotten out of hand. So number one, stop wasting time with things that will affect your faith. Number two, stop being influenced influenced by others when it comes to your faith. Stop being influenced by others when it comes to your faith. You see, in this passage of scripture, we see that the disciples could not provide the solutions to this young man and his father. And oftentimes we are again influenced because we place our faith into people rather than totally placing our faith in God. The father brings his son to the disciples, but they could not provide healing to the boy. Now, Jesus addresses the whole crowd. (laughs) Yes, he does. And the words that he says is, oh, faithless generation. Faithless generation. It happened in their generation and it's happening right now. Our faith to believe for healing and restoration and experiencing harmony in our lives is our faith has no effectiveness. Our faith does not have the effect that God wants for it to have because we are operating in our own strength. We are getting caught up with the trivial stuff. We are going through the motions instead of preparing for the mission. There are many issues that are going on right before our eyes and we are being influenced by the crowd. Yes, we are. We are being influenced by a crowd. Crowds represent congestion. It represents noise. And the noise can represent unbelief. That there's no way that healing can happen in our world. That's what the noise says. Think about this passage of scripture. The crowd saw Jesus and Jesus saw the lack of faith. I want to say that one more time. The crowd was in awe. They saw Jesus. They ran to Jesus. But Jesus saw their lack of faith. It's powerful, people of God. And he saw the father and his child. And Jesus also saw the effect that they demonstrated in changing the outcome and the future of of this young man. So number two, we have to understand that we have to not be influenced by others when it comes to our faith. Number three, seek the Lord for more faith. 
Some of the areas of our lives, we are seeking for other things rather than seeking God's face. Many of us are at the crossroads of our lives. We are pushing ourselves to do more. We are pushing, we are pushing ourselves to do more. We see our our window of opportunity and possibilities closing. We feel like we are running out of time. Just think about this passage of scripture. Jesus asked the father, how long has this boy been in this condition? The father replies, since he was a child. That's a long time, people. Think about it. Think about it like this, people of God. Think about what the father was thinking. What was the father thinking? He knew his son needed to experience life sooner than later. He felt like the window of opportunity was closing. He felt like he was running out of options. What about your condition? What do you need for Christ to do for your life? What's the condition of your heart right now? What, tr- what, what trouble are you in right now? What conditions of life are you faced with that appear to be unfixable? Here's the honesty about this passage of scripture. There's two meaningful places here where the father's honesty is demonstrated. The father says to Jesus, I've run out of options. That's honest. I have tried everything. That's honest. See, when when we're honest with Jesus, Jesus can show us what to do and he can provide the solution for your life. I have run out of options. I have tried everything. But if there's anything you can do, please have pity on us and help us. Jesus responds to his honesty If there's anything, if there's anything I can do. Jesus had to see that this man was being honest with him. Jesus says all things are possible if you only believe. And the father in his desperation, in his honesty, he says, I believe, Lord, I believe. That's why I'm here. I believe. But help me to believe. Increase my faith. Build me up. Because I know that I'm shaky right now, but I'm still believing in you. This father ran out of options. He tried everything. But this is the part of honesty that really opens us up to relationships. Our relationship with Jesus is why we need to seek the Lord even when we are shaky or unstable when it comes to our faith in him. The father says, if there's anything you can do now. Now that's honesty. (laughs) Jesus says, if there's anything, obviously there's everything. There's, There's anything because all things are possible if you only believe. And this is the key to overcoming your obstacle in your life. See, the father says, I believe. 
Because that's the moment when the real you will come out. The real you. See, out of anger, we say a lot of things. Sometimes we become cynical and even respond to the Lord in a way that's disrespectful. But his response is clearly asking for more faith. And when you are honest with the Lord, he will change the course of your life forever. It changes the course of the lives of the father and his son. And it taught the disciples, this is the key, this is another key part of this scripture that I wanted to bring to your attention tonight or today. It taught the disciples and, and Jesus taught his disciples this real key point to victory that's going to happen in your life. Prayer is the key to unbelief. Prayer is the key to unbelief. You see, in the book of 1 John, 5th chapter, verses 14 through 15, it says it like this. And this is the confidence that we have toward Jesus. And this is the confidence that we have towards him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. Hebrews 4 and 16 says, let us then with confidence, see that word confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Jesus says that in order to ma maintain our faith when it comes to the many crises that we will encounter, we have to pray to the Father for assist assistance. And the lessons that we can learn, people of God, from the word of God is to prepare our hearts and minds that even with the world being tossed to and fro, even when the world has lost its way, and though you may be facing a mountain that appears too high to climb for you, have faith in God. Even though that the trouble seems insurmountable, have faith in God. Even though the trouble that's in your own personal life appears to be out of control, have faith in God. And ask the Lord to help you with your unbelief. Let us pray. Father God, in the name that's above every name, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, you understand these two things that lie in our souls and in our spirits. Faith to believe and doubt. You know us better than we know ourselves. You understand our shortcomings. You understand how we think. You understand our fears, concerns. Lord God, I ask in the name of Jesus for everyone who's listening to this podcast right now under the sound of my voice that you, that you will encourage them to believe your words that, that we will walk by faith and not by sight and that no matter what the condition is no matter what the storms in our lives are doing 
that, that we will rely solely on you to give us direction for our lives and that we will believe that it is possible with you and that we won't run from our troubles, but we will run to Jesus because he has all answers for all problems, for all concerns, for all fears. Jesus knows us better than we know ourselves. So Lord God, I pray, oh God, for those who want to do something great to affect this crazy world that we're living in right now. There is so much destruction going on. There's so much sin going on. There are so many issues with hate and evil and injustice and problems and people being in, in bondage with their own sins. Lord God, it seems like there's no way that what we do will bring solutions to these problems. So help us to believe even though our faith sometimes says we don't believe it's going to change anything. So we pray, oh God, that you would continue to bless us and continue to mold us and shape us into your image. So every time we step out the doors of our house, every time we're, we're at work or on the football field or on the basketball court or wherever we are, whatever places that we are located, that we will always allow our faith to shine bright. We give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, people of God, that is it for today or tonight. What a wonderful word that the Lord has given us. This message of hope will speak to our unbelief and help us to believe that we can do all things through Christ because Christ gives us the strength to believe. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. We are so excited and elated that you guys are tuning in each and every week. Let's continue to share the podcast. Let's, let's make a difference in today's world. We talked about beliefs. Well, I believe that these messages of hope will help those who are in darkness that these, these topics will provide light for their souls and that they will come to Jesus because Jesus makes all the difference in the world. Once again, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. If there's anything that we can do to help you along your Christian journey with your Christian walk, don't hesitate to email us at fulloflife sd at gmail.com once again that's full of life sd at gmail.com and we will continue to help you along your christian path let's pray for one another let's believe that god will do the impossible because with christ all things are possible to him that believes once again this is pastor phil full of life ministries let's continue to do this in jesus name god bless